to all you amazing people out there. Welcome to another episode of the Courageously You podcast. It is your girl again, Shavella Martin, the one and only. It is always exciting for us. Every time that I, you know, think about wanting to spend time with you, wanting to go into the word together, wanting to dive deep, it just brings me great joy and pleasure. Um, I believe that God has another powerful word in this episode. So go get your Bibles, your notebooks, your pens, your highlighters, and let's get into the word of God. Um, I'm going to be coming from Psalms 34. And the, the foundation of this message is just about vulnerability, about having a heart that is so contrite, having a heart that is so just wanting and longing Uh, for God, longing for him, not for things, not because I need him to do something for me, but just to long for him just because he's God, because he's the essence of my life, because he's my beginning and because he's my ending. And I hope that he is that to you. God wants us to draw closer and higher and not get caught up in the lost art of just being in love with God, the lost art of being in his presence where there's fullness of joy, where we can glory in our infirmity, in our weaknesses. That's when we're strong. And I just want to be vulnerable on this morning. I just want to share um, my heart with you on this morning. Uh, just wanting to share my heart with you on this morning um, because it's nothing like being vulnerable and transparent because that's when God can really speak. That's when he can move. When we're real and we're honest with ourselves. Amen. When we're real and we're honest with one another that we can't have a mask on. I know that we've been wearing a mask for over a year now, uh, almost a year now, but we have to be vulnerable in the presence of God, in the in in those moments where we want to hide, in those moments when we want to act like we got it all together. No, we have to be vulnerable in our vulnerability. I believe that that's when we're strong. That's when God becomes so real um, that we can behold him. We want to behold God. We want to behold this power. We want to behold this glory. And in that, it's where we find uh, and begin to fall in love with our salvation where we begin not to wear the title or the name badge that we're a Christian but no we begin to fall in love with what God did for us over 2,000 years ago when he gave his life when he 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 suffered he died he bled and he was nailed to a cross and his love kept him on the cross. We don't want to get it twisted, but his love kept him there. It wasn't the nails. It was his love. And then when he died and he was buried and he rose on the third day, we want to continue to keep that just uh, so close and dear to our hearts where we're constantly desiring to know him, to come to a closer revelation of who God is. And so Psalm 34, uh, I just want to um, just read a few verses. I will extol the Lord at all times. Times, that I will uh, praise 
his name. His praise will be continually on my lips. So that should be the life of a believer, not praising him when he blesses us with a new car, a new house, a new job, uh, when he blesses us with just the, the good things. But no, I praise him because of who he is. I know we're to worship God just because who he is and then praise God. We got it all figured out. Praise God for what he's done. But I want to praise God for who he is, because if I did not know who God was, I would be lost. So I praise him for who he is. Yes, he is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the beginning. He is the first. He is the last. He's the very essence of why we live, why we move, why we have our being. According to Acts, I believe that's chapter four, verse 12. And so in that, I just want to express the vulnerability that we need to have to God, that we can fall in love with God over and over just because you were saved over 20 years, over 30 years, over 15 or five or just an not been long. Just because we've been saved for a period of time does not mean that we cannot go back. We can go back to our first love. Yes. And he talks about that in the book of Revelation. We want to make sure that we do not lose our first love. Do you remember when you fell in love with God? Do you remember when he swept you off your feet? Do you remember the time when you heard him speak to your heart? Do you remember beloved when he said, come away, I want to talk with you? Do you remember the time when you could not get enough of reading your Bible? When you could not get enough of praying? When you could not get enough of telling people about Jesus? Not this religion. Religion has nothing to do with it. It's about that you got, you and I have got an encounter. We've had an experience with the living God. Yes, he revealed himself face to face. Like Moses said, show me your glory and it will suffice me. Show me your glory and it will satisfy me. There's times where you and I shall want to see the glory of God. Well, we want to see his heart. We want to know his mind. We just want to sit at his feet and we want experience with, with God, not just of religion, not just going through the motions, but you and I should want to have a, a continual dialogue, a continual sitting at his feet on a daily basis. So I just wanted to share my heart, uh, that my heart, uh, this is where I am in this particular point in my life. This is where I am. I want to shelter that desire. I want to be able that, 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 that desire, uh, for God will be guarded with all of everything, with all diligence. Like he said, out of our heart flows the issues of life. Guard our heart with all diligence. Guard our relationship. We got to guard our relationship. Relationship. Sometimes we can get caught up and be busy and busy and busy and forget the art of just spending time with the Father. Those are precious times. Spending time with the Father, not even saying a word, letting Him know how much you love Him. When's the last time that you did that? And so the Psalm uh, in Psalms 34, I will extol the Lord at all times, not sometimes, every day that we should be extolling the Lord, telling him how wonderful he is, magnifying him above our circumstances, magnifying him above our situations and what we face in our life. And he says that I will glory in the Lord. I will glory in the Lord, not my bank account, not my academic uh, uh, um, position, not in my relationships, not in what I own, not in who I know, but I will glory. I'm talking about who I know in the, like, mm. you know, like a friend, 
a, a best friend, a husband, a wife, or or the president of the United States, or or senator, or whoever that you may know, a celebrity, a star, whatever. But I will glory in the Lord. Why should we glory in the Lord? Because He is the essence of why we live, why we're here. He created us. He's thinking about us constantly. We're forever. Um, on his mind. I'll glory in the Lord. Are you glorying in the Lord? Are you desiring to go back to your first love? I am. I just want to, I don't want to get too, too grown up to where I become where I can't do that. I don't, it doesn't take all that. I don't need to do that anymore. No, humility, serving God, loving on God, just putting him and writing his name all up in the calendar, in your in your um, appointments, what you need to do, that you can schedule him in and cancel everything else. So he says, I will extol you at all times. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. When the afflicted hears, you praise God. When those that are saddened, when those that are going through can hear you praise and glorify your king, it brings delight. It brings supernatural power. It brings the anointing of the Holy Spirit that would destroy every single yoke and remove every single burden that is on the afflicted. Glorify, let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. So it's a together thing. Not one person glorifying God. The other one sitting down. The other one saying, I don't have time for that. When we're in the church sitting next to one another, every last one of us, uh, his children should be glorifying the Lord and exalting his name together. It's something about when you get together with one mind, one heart, one purpose, and that's to glorify your creator. Yes, he delights that in that. It brings God pleasure for his children to glorify and exalt his name together. Verse number four says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. When we seek God, when we seek his face, when we desire for him to be preeminent, number one, numero uno in our lives, when we tell him the very depths of our soul, what's going on in there, don't hide. We can't hide from God. Like I was saying, we can't wear a mask because he knows. And it's, it's something about being transparent, authentic, and organic before God. When you pour out your heart and your soul to God, that's what he wants. That's, that's, that's what he wants for us to do. Like Adam walked with God in the cool of the day where there was no even, there were no hindrances. 
God doesn't want us to have any hindrances to where we can call on him. We can talk to him. We can tell him every detail, every concern, every desire, what is going on on the inside. We can seek the Lord for your family, for your children, for your loved one, for your marriage, for your business, for your health condition. When we seek the Lord, when there's no other motive attached to it but him, Come on, when there's no other motive attached to it but him, he hears us and he delivers us from whatever that fear may be because he shows up. So I pray that this episode has encouraged you to seek the Lord, to be transparent with God, to be vulnerable with your creator, And not to have a mask on, to be totally, completely honest, to go back to your first love, to its organicness. When you spent time with him, where you weren't in such of a rush, when you didn't have to, you know, get, I don't know, just be busy getting ready for work because you got a new job. No, remember, do you remember where God has brought you from? Do you remember the good things He heard your cry. He delivered you from out of all your fears. Remember, let's not lose that sacredness of just God himself handwritten all over our hearts. His footprints are all over our lives. Amen. And so I pray that this podcast has blessed you. If you've not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would like to encourage you to do that. It's simple. Faith, faith, faith. Without faith, we cannot please God. If you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. And so you can just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I'm tired of living my own life. I'm tired of me being number one. I want you to be number one because you are the God of the universe. You are the great I am. So I'm releasing the control of my life and I'm submitting that to you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe that he uh, is the son of God. And I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life and just take control. I submit my life to you. Help me to live for you from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, my friend.